0: Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to The Layer of Secrets, our first Saturday side passage. Uh, our Saturday side passages are patterned after the long gone days of Saturday morning cartoons. Also, it's a side passage because uh, not everyone here could be here for our regular game. And so uh, we've decided rather than not having a game, we want still wanted to get together as friends and game. Uh, and so we are uh, doing this uh, side side adventure uh, one shot. It might turn into a longer than that. Uh, probably will because we're only going till around noon today. Anytime we aren't running right now our Cyberpunk Red game, uh, if we don't have enough people, we'll probably we will be doing a side passage, which may be this game. It might be another. So uh, today we are in a campaign of my own and ChatGPT's making. In order to research for our Oracle's show, I dug a little bit more into uh, ChatGPT as an Oracle and came up with uh, our game here called uh, Sundered Skies, Navigating the Nexus. Our characters are here in the Sovralia Federation. Uh, It is a sprawling empire composed of a patchwork of countries mostly which joined willingly. Think England and or France during their expansions around the world. It is a blended society with a mixed range of cultures, perspectives and peoples, and it is considered at the peak of technology in the world. Uh, Citizens can expect the best in train travel, uh, automatons and magical lighting. Uh, They recently negotiated a peace with Astrakia after a long war. Our characters are going to be attending a soiree held by Lady Octavia Morcaster. She's a high-ranking Sovralian diplomat known for her exquisite fashion sense and sharp wit. She was instrumental in negotiating the peace with Astrakia. She is tall, regal, ice blue eyes, and has a cascade of dark hair typically pulled back into an elaborate updo. Um, All of the images actually are from either Mid Journey or Adobe Firefly. I just want to make sure I get credit where credit is due. I would much rather pay an artist. We are playing Savage Worlds, um, and I'm going to throw to Ken to kind of explain the basics of Savage Worlds.
1: Savage Worlds has been around for a number of years. Been through several editions. We're going to be playing the Savage Worlds Adventure Edition, which, as a side note, I'm very excited about because I got it just before the pandemic and never got to play it. So the, the theme of Savage Worlds is fast, furious, fun, and really it's meant to be played very fast and not get too hung up on specifics. Similar to D&D, there are traits, which manifest as attributes and skills. You Roll your trait die plus a wild die and try and beat a target number, either an opposed value against um, another player, or a number set by the, the Game Master. Um, Dices explode on a max value, so if you roll a, a six-sided die and you get a six, it explodes. The wild die is a D6, so if you have, an, let's say, an attribute called shooting, and that's at a D4, you also get to roll that D6. Whichever one gets the higher value is the value that you go with. Most importantly, there are these lovely little things called bennies which allow you to re-roll those things as well as do other things within the game. And so they're basically the game's currency or almost like their imagination currency. You want to spend these as much as you can and you want to do fun, enjoyable, amusing things in the game because the GM will give you more. And I think uh, think that's about it. I think don't get too overly hung up on the specifics and don't be too much focused on what your character sheet says you can do because of the wild die, you have a chance of doing almost anything. And because of how dice explode, you have a, decent chance of doing something spectacular, even if you're not trained in it.
0: Okay, so uh, we're going to go over uh, characters as they uh, are arriving to Lady Octavia Moore Castor's soiree, where supposedly a new scientific marvel will be unveiled. I'm going to go from left to right on my screen, which would be Aaron, then josh then ken
2: oh i was hoping you would pass me because i wanted to look up
3: a name for something
0: okay then i will we'll circle around to you we'll we'll throw to josh
3: then okay um uh my name is thaddeus hargrave uh also known as thad um i am a, a wealthy industrialist uh my fortune was made in the mining industry um, and I was the original funder of the portal experiment uh, in hopes of finding some resource-rich new lands. Um, I'm a middle-aged, well-dressed man. Uh, I've got graying hair, a pair of very interesting glasses that are also clockworky. Uh, I also have a cane, uh, which has the head of a gear, and I'm not afraid to use it. Um, I am an ambitious, shrewd, Person, uh, also maybe a touch a touch of madness in me uh, but I'm a determined leader and I will get back what was mine That's Ken
1: alright I am Orrin Cogsley aka Rusty and I don't have a cool voice to go with my character yet <laughs> uh, Rusty is a former uh Machinist turned adventuring tinkerer, known throughout the Federation for his skills as a master engineer and inventor. His innovative designs and constructs merge magic with technology and are highly sought over. I have my signature creation, the ether-infused automaton following me behind, which can augment uh, or can pro- uh, project an energy field to protect me from various uh, things of harm. And I'm also capable of boosting uh, or, or lessening other people's abilities. So basically, weird science background for you, Savage World's Nuts.
2: I am Liliana Sterling. I am an esteemed scholar of arcane biology. I have spent a very long time out in the field studying unique flora and fauna. And suddenly, to my, my dismay, I've been called back to the Sabalian Federation. And I don't know why. I think it has something to do with the secret society I'm a bar, I'm a part of, which is the Lakeland Foundation. Really concerned about this. They only call you back when something's wrong.
0: You you wrote down the name for that because I want to put it into my notes for later. I am of the big fan of characters also adding to the world as we play. So if it's if it's too big, I'll call for a Benny or something. I might say no, but probably not.
2: How many Bennies do I get to start?
0: Uh, yeah, everyone gets three bennies to start, oh. and because there are three players, I get three bennies to start. These happen to be fate tokens, but they're metal and they're cool, so I'm going to use them.
1: <laughs>
0: Lady Octavia, Moorcaster's estate in the city is quite uh expansive for being in the city it's one of the newer estates in the city they had to knock down several older buildings to accommodate it when each of you arrive you are led through the manor and into the back garden which is a couple acres in size columns kind of lining a central walkway uh and at the at the far end of a garden a stage has been erected and there is uh, something large under black cloth uh, d- draped over it uh, is sitting on the stage. There's a podium in front of it um, and there are very obvious heavy duty uh, electrical and etheric cabling uh, that trail from underneath the cloth to somewhere off in somewhere else of the garden. It's a small soiree, only about 200 people are here. There are several other people here that uh, you will all recognize as you arrive Lady Octavia Morcaster, which we've talked about already with her uh, as her special guest, who is going to be introducing this new marvel of technology is Dr. Alicia Halcyon. And I will introduce the rest as we come in, but I've got a question for each of you as, as you arrive, we'll start with Orin we we'll start with Rusty. You were invited here because of your recent fame with your ether infused automaton, and you bought, brought it here on request to show it off. You have some concerns about this so-called nexus portal that they're going to be revealing. Uh, what are those concerns?
1: Well, it seems to me if you do it wrong, I could ignite all of the magic in the world simultaneously, incinerating us all instantly. Seems a bit of a problem. Especially if you didn't hook up things, you know, just quite right. So uh, yeah, that, that's my primary concern.
0: I would say that is a a, a big concern. Uh, Thad, you're hoping you're hoping to see your investment here able to pay out. Oh yeah. um, you you know Count Rupert von Drachen, your sometimes business partner, sometimes rival, is also here. You know, he is also an investor in this Nexus portal. Uh, What led to the falling out after your last success or failure?
3: Oh, well, I assume he's got in front of the cameras and started trying to take all the credit, which I was the original founder. And I should get the credit for that.
0: All right. Uh, Liliana, uh, you're a researcher and scholar and have no idea why you've been invited to this soiree, but uh, Dame Eudora Featherington uh, has bade you come along and she is your patron uh, here, part of that foundation that you mentioned earlier. You discovered something just before you were called back to the Federation. What was it and why did you decide to keep it a secret?
2: I discovered a sap that can um, animate the dead. from. It comes from a tree, and it gives you the ability to animate the dead for about an hour. Um, it could get stronger. Uh, this is only just the pure sap, unrefined. There's there's nothing extra done to it. And I'm really concerned about that, because that kind of power doesn't belong in the world.
0: OK. Um. Yeah. I'm going to say you have a
3: sample of that sap with you. Oh, no. Good in case one of us dies, I suppose.
0: <laughs> Animates the dead. Doesn't necessarily bring them back to life, but maybe it could. Who knows? Um, okay. So uh, Very Frankenstein there for you. Uh, Thad, uh, as shortly after you enter and are, are walking around, Rupert, Count Rupert von Drachen comes up to you and offers you a glass of red wine. Good to see you here, old man. You call that a mustache?
3: You don't even have a beard with it.
0: Uh, now, now, we're we're both joint investors. We've we've made quite a lot of money in the past before. Mm, yes, I suppose. Given uh given what I've heard about this Nexus Portal, uh I think uh I think you and I uh could put put all of our concerns behind us and never have to worry again.
3: Well, I should hope so. This uh, this this Nexus Portal should give us both ample ample areas and ample opportunity and, uh, to never have to see each other again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh very well old friend. Uh we'll uh I'll let you uh
3: It was my idea, damn it.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. Well, I have some people to see and uh I hear that it'll be unveiled fairly soon, so enjoy even oh, though it's not my right. party yet.
3: Yeah, well, that sounded very <laughs> ominous. <laughs>
0: Well, given everything that's going to come through
3: that portal uh, uh well, I'll leave it at that. A very strange man <laughs> i once <laughs> I once called you a friend, and who knows maybe maybe things will change, maybe you will change, and I hope you do. Good day. <laughs> mm. Mm.
0: You' walk away <laughs> uh as you are entering uh Liliana shortly after you enter, you spy dame Eudora featherington uh and she's she takes her fan and kind of gestures you over.
2: I come as I was bid to do okay.
0: Liliana. It's hey, so good girl. to see you.
2: Lady Featherington, it is a pleasure to come back so suddenly. It wasn't my expectations to be here for another two years or so. I was deep into some research.
0: I understand. I, I, I do understand. Um, the, the foundation felt it was important for you to come back at this time. Uh, now is not the time to really discuss why, but how, how were things uh, over in the lands outside of Sevralia. Uh
2: Productive, ma'am. I, I, I'm just concerned about the sudden recall. This doesn't have to do anything with my funding, does it?
0: No, no, you are still fully funded. Don't you don't need to worry about that. But with this new piece with Astrakia, uh, it's thrown things into a bit of uh, a bit of chaos. And so we're um, trying to smooth things out um, and uh, get things in order. Uh, and we want to make sure that uh, your work, uh, it, we did interrupt it, I understand. But uh, we want to make sure that you are as well placed as possible in the coming, uh, in the coming peace.
2: So this is about the peace and the political climate and nothing I have done.
0: No, 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 you are fine. Your, your oh. reports are, have been quite interesting. Um, and, uh, and we can talk later about uh, what might be missing from those reports.
2: Oh, I wouldn't dream of taking your time that way. I understand you're super busy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me uh, let me introduce you to some people. And she takes your arm and kind of starts to introduce you to other people at the soiree. Um, oh,
2: my goodness. Um, I put on my best smile.
0: Okay, I would say, however, uh, go ahead and roll. uh, Let me bring your character up here. Um, I would say. Roll your. uh, I'm going to defer to you, Ken. Uh, Persuasion or notice for like just being social. I think persuasion probably would be good. Persuasion. Yeah. So first roll of the game. So you're gonna roll your persuasion Five and, and your four. wild die. What? Five and a four. Five and a four. Okay. You you do fine in the social situation. Um, even though you've haven't been in one of these in probably a, a few years, but uh, you realize that Dame Featherington she is introducing you to some interesting people in a way that maybe you. She's looking at you more than just as a researcher, as someone who Ooh. might be moving up in the foundation.
2: Ooh, maybe I'll get a seat at the table. Straighten my back and try to play along as nicely as possible.
0: Okay. Uh, so, Oren, gonna ask you a similar question. Um, oh wait, no, we asked you that question. So uh, we've gone through all of you, haven't we? Um, All right. Um, Is there anything in particular or anyone in particular you would like to talk to uh, in? You can tell that things are starting to happen uh, with the servants getting things set up for the demonstration. So it will probably be uh, fairly soon. I
1: think Oren would go and make something of a nuisance of himself checking out all of the pipes and wiring and what have you that's likely hooked up to the portal. Like, presumably that gets all behind, like, drapes and what have you to tastefully hide, you know, what's there. So it's so like you kind of want to wander, wander over to where the techs are working and be like, yes, yes, I says, you know, I can see and I'm, I'm looking for, you know, are the safeguards in place? Is there anything particularly unusual? Is this thing actually going to ignite all the magic in the world and incinerate us all? Like, you know, it seems like a 1% chance, but, you know.
0: Sure, sure. Um, yeah, uh, you go over um, those those cablings and pipes and other things like that that lead off to other areas of the garden actually have um, balusters with the, with the velvet ropes kind of keeping people... A way anyone could jump over them, but or or go around them. But uh, but, you know, in polite society, you you pay attention to the ballast, the the balusters, um, the techs look up, um, you know, uh, a couple of them actually recognize you um, and and say, uh, Mr. Cogsley, it's uh, it's good to see you. Yes. Uh, heard so much about your your new ether infused automaton. Is that is that it?
1: Oh yes, 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 and I kind of like, tastefully like slip underneath the rope to approach them more closely and start like kind of running one hand over the gears because like yeah, this seems to be an interesting design you've got going here. But did you consider and then rattle off a bunch of techno babble, like <laughs> and then like he's just kind of like futzing around with like I'm imagining he's got like a like a fanny pack full of tools or something, right? Or just yeah. like you've got or or not even like you know if he's if he's Yes, if he's dressed similarly, to what he's got, like in his overalls, he's got secret away all of these different tools, he just cannot help himself. Like he's like, oh well, you know, we can get that percentage down. That you're going to burn the whole world if we just make a few minor adjustments. <laughs>
0: um, uh, yes, please, please, sir, uh, uh don't, don't touch. Um, the it, it's um, the doctor has has given very precise. Um, adjustments to these things, uh, and giving us instructions for for how these things need to be put together. Um, but so so, please, please, don't touch. We'll we'll get in trouble. Um, but you know, I, I'm okay if you're back here. But just please don't get me in trouble.
1: I don't expect to learn anything if you don't get into trouble. Come on, <laughs> boy. Minor adjustments, minor adjustments. You keep working until the moment of the test.
0: Well, yes, but I mean, this is this is a demonstration. The testing testing phases have have all gone fine. Um, You know, so we just we just want to have a successful successful demonstration. uh, And and, you know, further tests can happen. I'm sure I'm sure the doctor would would love to talk with you. Yes, yes, I am sure I would love to talk with you, Mr. Cogsley as, as you hear, um, Dr. Alicia Halcyon, uh, behind you.
1: You're ah, yeah. He kind of straightens up and like sees a wrench in his hand, tucks it away in a pocket and says, you know, you've got your tri ether inverter just to figure it all wrong here. Not well, nearly enough redundancy for my taste.
0: It would be all wrong for the typical uses of it. this is not a typical use. We have to uh, we have to make sure that uh, the etheric flow goes through a venturi valve so that it, it uh, increases its velocity.
1: Ah yes, I see. I can see how you would do that. But of course, if you're wrong, you'll kill us all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As you you've probably heard, I'm seldom wrong.
1: Well, the only reason why
0: this demon, the only reason why this demonstration might go wrong is if someone, say, adjusted things out of out of true.
1: Now, now, now. That seems to be an implication. He kind of like goes over to the device and like returns it to where it was. (laughs) (laughs) Um
0: and just so you know, you have on you you have a small crowbar, a toolkit, and a whistle.
1: Oh, the whistle's is important. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and as as it comes up, uh, I'll make sure to let people know what else they have as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm sure I could leave you here uh, safely. Um, I'm about to start the demonstration. However, if you'd like to, perhaps get a front row seat. Um, and honestly, I've I've heard about your etheric Fuse automaton. I assume this is this is it. Uh, I would love to talk shop with you after the demonstration.
1: Excellent. Assuming we're all still alive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so uh, the doctor actually takes the stage, um, you know, uh, a, as well as Lady Morcaster. Um, Lady Morcaster steps up and says, uh, after a uh, uh, one of the servants kind of gets everyone's attention, things quiet down, and and uh, Lady Octavia Morcaster comes up and. I'd like to introduce you all to Dr. Alicia Halcyon and her latest invention, the Nexus Portal, uh, and I will yield the stage to her. Thank you, Lady Moorcaster. Welcome, one and all. Today, we witness a breakthrough, but more more importantly, an expansion to our, our horizons, the Nexus portal, a groundbreaking machine designed to open gateways to other dimensions. Um, she can, the, the black cloth gets pulled off um, and you see uh, a, a round, uh, mostly circular portal uh, that is just covered with different technology uh uh, pipes of ether running into and through it. Uh, and, uh, the, you, you hear the power begin to thrum as it starts to, as people start to, uh, turn on the power sources to it. Um, she continues talking, but I want to hear any reactions to what you've seen so far. I pull
2: out the notebook, which I, keep tucked into my bodice right here. And I start taking some notes. Uh, tech really isn't my thing, but this is a massive amount of energy and this is, seems a momentous occasion. So I'm going to take some notes with my notebook.
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, Liliana saying tech really isn't her thing is understating it. Um, <laughs> so she's uh What's, what is that? Uh, one of She's her hindrances is one of your hindrances is all thumbs. So you're not yeah. particularly adept with modern technology.
2: No, no, it's. It's unusual,
0: but you are curious and dedicated to your research and can't resist a mystery. Um, any any other reactions as, oh. uh, as this thing begins to power up?
3: Um, I think, you know, as they unveiled it, I was I was the first person to stand up and start clapping <laughs> as they like pulled the sheet <coughs> off and everything like that. Um and uh I think at this point he's probably sitting back down holding that glass of wine and looking at it because he just thinks that it's terrible why would he give him this wine when there's much better wine <laughs> nice um, um, and his eyes are basically shifting between Miss Octavia the thing going on but out of the corner of the eye he's always watching Professor Von. I hate your guts <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you know what let's, uh, let, let's roll um, what is that uh, you mentioned You know, being the first to stand. uh, Let's roll a vigor roll for you. Oh, man. So, uh, I'm
3: guessing that's. Oh, D6. Nice. Yeah. Just one, right? Yes. (laughs) A two. (laughs) (laughs) Remember to add your.
0: Have a wild die as well.
3: Oh, yes. And a four.
0: Okay. Uh, for you get up fairly quickly, um, you know, faster than most of the rest of the audience, other than count Rupert von Drachen, who is also standing <laughs> and clapping, um, and gives you a, gives you a kind of a wink and a smirk seeing you try to rise, uh, fast, but he, uh, evidently started just before you, um, get one more, one more sign of your uh, competitive rivalry. <laughs> then I would stand longer than him. <laughs> Orin, do you have any uh, any reactions so far?
1: I think his brain is just spinning madly as he's like just taking all of these notes about like what he thinks he would have done better and contemplating the different ways that it could possibly fail and and per, kind of preparing himself to leap into action when something exciting happens. Okay. Okay. He just, he's like fidgeting. I think just, just wanting to go and, and tweak the technology in real time as the portal prepares to open, even though that's probably a terrible idea. Um, you know, actually let's, uh, <sighs>
0: Oh, uh, actually, perfect. Uh, let's have you do a weird science roll. Okay.
3: I've got the theme song in my head right now. <laughs> Good theme song. Uh,
1: wow, that's really horrible. Three.
0: With your with uh, wild
1: eye, as well. The wild eye. The wild eye was the three.
0: Oh. Okay. Okay. I only heard the one thunk, so I wasn't sure if there was multiple dice there. So a
1: weird size was a two. <laughs> oh,
0: OK. <clears 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 throat> throat> On a D8. <inaudible> <DA, throat> that's throat> that's harsh. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you're you're definitely wondering, curious, um, you know, you're not quite sure. How this thing is supposed to work. So, you know, like. Some of the sounds you're hearing are a little disturbing to you, but not necessarily the sound of, uh, something that's ether infused about to blow up, um, successful demonstration so far. Um, the, uh, uh, there is a a definite swelling in the air of, uh, of the feeling of the etheric energy mixed with electricity, um, and as uh, Dr. Halcyon concludes her speech, she steps to the side um, and uh, throws a lever that's evidently embedded into the podium. Um, and the all that energy, you feel it kind of almost like a pulling from behind you, as if almost this portal was also pulling etheric energy from the very air around you. Um, as, uh, as the portal opens this with this purplish blue light, um, it fills the entire portal and then, uh, kind of thins toward the middle and pulls all that, uh, apart like a, like an aperture or a set of curtains being drawn to the side. So there's a rim of purple, blue energy. And then in the middle of that, uh, you see, uh, You know, it's the evening here, but you see bright daylight uh, on the other side of the portal and trees um, uh, and trees and and some hills off in the distance. And uh, she steps back up, um, keeping the portal to the side so everyone can still see it, but then says, uh, behold, this is not somewhere else on our world, but yet another world in another place with riches for us to uh, explore and bring back to our federation to improve the lives of everyone here. We no longer are restricted uh, by the borders of our land, and we no longer need to encroach uh, or be encroached by other uh, other nations um, in pursuit of uh, in pursuit of our raw materials. Um, you hear a cough, uh, Liliana, near you as and, and look over and see where is he uh, and see a man, uh, General Gustav Iron Fist. You've only heard of him a little bit. Um, he's he's there in uh, like full uh, military dress of Astrichia, uh with his with the medals and such that he'd earned uh, in the various battles that he had worn that he had fought in. Um, he is also one of the prime movers to uh, in the peace process uh, and in signing the peace accords. Um, but he kind of coughs at the suggestion of the um, encroaching or being encroached upon. Uh, by other nations, so Estrakia uh, is known for its uh, its wealth of minerals.
2: Liliana looks back towards him and kind of senses like a closing opportunity from him, or that he might actually try to sabotage this, and she watches him out of the corner of her eye. But that's a whole lot of plants and and things that have never been seen. So she even though all (laughs) the hairs on her skin are standing up she has to go and start diagramming and drawing them um
0: oh and through the ones through the portals
2: yes these are things that no human has ever laid eyes upon so in the name of the lakeland foundation she has to go forward
0: yeah you you do wreck it like everyone else Everyone else recognizes, you know, oh, there's plants, there's trees, there's grass. And Liliana's like, that's not a species I know. Um, so you start diagramming, you know, the fact that the that they're um, that they're opposite.
2: Uh, opposite or alternate. Uh, or
0: they're they're or opposite branching and, uh, you know, palm shaped leaves, uh, et cetera. So. um yeah, you, you begin diagramming all of that. Um, it's a
2: black-leafed tree, which no one has ever seen before, but it is very reminiscent of the one, the Lutuio slipper, that has the sap that brings people back to, well, animates them. It's rumored to be able to actually bring people back from the dead, but it's not in its natural <clears throat> form. You have to do something else to it, in order to do that but she met a tribe that said it was possible but they reserved it for only the most special individuals because there was a cost she never knew what the cost was they never really told her because they had never employed it yet but they could animate the dead with it and she sees that black leaf tree out there that she had found in her expedition too maybe somebody else was able to do this as well. So she's moving closer to kind of get a look at it. Is it exactly the same tree or not? Um,
1: but she's
2: kind of butterfingery, so she's moving up the. The little ramp to get a better look.
0: Um, there are several others that have moved forward with you to kind of get a better look at this portal, um, your pencil um, slips. As you're drawing, as uh, there's a, a rumble that goes through the earth, um, you know, and, and everybody, everybody kind of feels it and starts to look around. Um, and Orin, you hear the distinctive sound. Um, there's always a wine, a, an electrical, etheric wine that comes with machines like this. And it's it's at a high pitch, but then drops An octave or so, um, and you realize that the power has dropped to the portal.
1: What do? So I guess I'll intuit with my weird science. Like, what are the consequences of the power dropping to the portal?
0: Um, At its best, maybe the portal will shut down. Um, You know, at its worst, you know, the this is this is the prelude of of the destruction of the world. Um, you know, uh, you know, lots of different things in between. Um, probably the generators and the, the pumps that supply the, you know, the ether to it um, are being overworked uh, for some reason.
1: Well, I will obviously leap to my feet and say, the power is dropping. I told you something would go wrong. Thankfully <laughs> I am here. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll yeah. advance towards like whatever the, nexus of power influx is to bring my own particular insights to bear on this problem. Okay. I'm going to solve it or at least make it worse.
0: Um, You, uh, (laughs) you head to the side uh, where you, you know that there's a bunch of uh, all the conduits and things like that have come together in some junction boxes and you think that you might get your, the best, uh, ability to adjust things over there. Um, and, uh, I'm not going to make you make, make, a notice roll. Cause you would, you would notice this. Uh, so people actually get out of your way when you make this pronouncement, you see a little bit of startledness, a little bit of worry, but then you said, but, but I am here. I can, I can help fix this. Um, and, and they kind of calm down a little bit and give you room to, to, Walk over there, and you take a few steps, and you realize that your etheric-infused automaton, which follows you everywhere, isn't moving.
1: Uh oh. Is it as though the ether that had been infusing it has been drawn into the portal? Um,
0: you look back, and you realize that it starts to slump, and you know that uh, that pieces of it are basically held in place with kind of an uh, etheric magnetism. Like, it it comes apart into pieces. It's not all physically linked together. Um, and as you watch, it falls to pieces in front of you as all of the ether appears to be sucked from it.
1: It's worse than I thought. It's not going to burn us all. It's going to suck the life force of our kingdom.
0: Uh, at that point, those people that looked so much, uh, that, that looked worried, but comforted that you were there are now full on panicking and running. <clears throat> um, sad. You see count Rupert von Drachen looking panicked, running up toward the stage, um, seeing all of, you know, hearing, hearing what, what, uh, Rusty, uh, Mr. Cogsley has just shouted out. Um, he's starting to, to work his way through the crowd toward the stage. Um, you know, with a, a, a panicked kind of look on his face as in, uh, all the money that I poured into this thing is about to go down the drain. Um, <laughs> Uh, you see the portal shimmer um, and and kind of flicker uh, as as this power drops. Oh, no.
3: Um, yeah, I'll kind of start <coughs> rushing the stage as well, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's everything's going to be OK. It's just a minor, minor power power thing that he said um i'm sure that it's easy to easy enough to fix uh we just need more power more power yes that's all that we need um uh, does anybody have more power
0: (laughs) spoken like a true (laughs) businessman um you're good at the business you're not good at the tech not really (laughs) I pay people um, to be good at the fact. <laughs> uh so uh Dr. Halcyon, um, she's like, no, 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 don't worry. There's nothing to be concerned about. Uh we'll just we can just shut the thing shut it down for now. Uh and and uh she reaches over while still talking and pulls the lever down and nothing happens. And she looks at the lever and then looks back at the portal and pulls it back on and then back off and then she stops talking with a very concerned look on her face and moves over to the side of the portal um, and starts, uh, starts fiddling th- with uh, the tech and things there.
3: Uh, does anybody have an axe? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, uh,
0: let me look up.
2: So, so many people have gotten in my way. I need to push my way forward so I can get a better view.
0: Okay. People um, are both
2: running and then stepping in front of me. And this is no longer doing it. So, I am going to go and get right in front of the portal so I can keep diagramming what I want to diagram.
0: Okay. You are bumped several times. Um, and as you, uh, as you get another glimpse, you notice that... Uh, the portal flickers and you see somewhere else um, that was like it's dark um you see what might <laughs> be
1: the
2: first
0: one what might be like ferns and such um and then it and then it flips back to the first the first image. Um, you're oh. not quite sure what happened. Um, Thaddeus uh, you have a medical kit a flask, a lighter, and of course your, your ever-present
3: cane. I am always hopeful. Um, <laughs> I'm going to drop the wine and pull out the flask. <laughs> somebody cut the power to this thing before before it um, <laughs> keeps straining things. Uh, uh, somebody, <clears throat> do something!
0: All right. Um, rusty, uh, you were you just saw your etheric Confused Automaton fall apart. Um, But you were going to go over to try and see what's going on. And then all of this happens and the portal's not shutting down. Uh, what are you what are you doing at the moment?
1: Well, I'm I am now very concerned <coughs> that all of my um worst fears are being realized, if perhaps not exactly how I expected that they would be realized. So now that my greatest creation has fallen to pieces. It seems obvious that this device uh, could destroy all of our livelihoods, if not our lives, and I will attempt to assist in shutting it down. So I've got both repair and weird science. I don't know. I think... And a crowbar. And a crowbar. (laughs) And a crowbar. I will uh, attempt to do some aggressive, innovative repairs to get this thing to power down in a graceful state or, you know. Just OK, turn it off. you're going
0: to you're going to start with a graceful state before yeah, you I'm proceed gonna go to. With, uh,
1: yes, I'm, I'm going to go with first, let's try and do a soft turn off. And then, you know, if that doesn't <laughs> work, we're going to go with just like start banging on it in strategic ways.
0: OK, um, go ahead and roll a, a repair for me.
3: All right. Did I run over there to like help him? <laughs> sure. You you can run over seeing over seeing his seeing, shoulder.
0: You you know of uh you know of of Rusty a, a little bit. Um you know he's a, a famous inventor. Uh you you haven't gone into business with him before, but uh but you know
3: he knows what he's doing. So yeah. Ever more recently, I just heard him shout that he knew what he was doing. <laughs> right.
1: I got a, I got a seven on my uh my repair roll.
0: Okay. Um, you do see uh, one of the etheric conduits is leaking, um, and uh, ha- has uh, actually developed a rent in the in the piping. Um, you don't know if it was there before or if this has happened since the. Uh, since the portal was turned on, uh, but that is definitely uh one air, one possible area of a of a flaw in this design um that you know what runs through your head very quickly is you know that if you were to build this you would you would uh have a heavier gauge of piping um to contain the etheric flow um the and the other thing that you notice with that, Um, is that while there is a rent, um, ether isn't spewing out of the rent. It's almost like there's a vacuum inside of the pipe. As in the ether is being used so fast, it's formed a vacuum inside. Alarming. Um, you, uh, you can, uh, Start to try and repair that rent if you want. If you think that that's useful.
1: Yes. And let's see. I have, um, <coughs> I'm assuming in my back pocket, I have, uh, because you would never go anywhere without this, um, trying to come up with the appropriate terminology. Um, it is tape that is used to secure <laughs> and bind ducks. Right.
0: You, you have, you certainly have, um, man, you should not be on mute, Aaron. <laughs> your, your laughs are hilarious. Um, the, well, uh,
2: you would hear Zeke otherwise. Oh, see how he's like,
0: oh. He's we can hear Zeke. That's okay. Huh? The dogs in the, uh, the dogs in that are around the garden are also a bit agitated. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I would
0: say that in your repair kit, you have uh, you have that sort of uh, that sort of tape, uh, perhaps some small metal plates um, thing, you know, cast off or cutoffs from other stuff that just happened to be, you know, uh, put in your tool bag instead of, you know, put into a storage area. Um, uh, you begin you begin to uh, seal that breach. Um <clears throat> It is at about this time uh, that uh, there is a flash of energy uh, starting at the portal, but uh, more rapidly than your eye can follow uh, flashes outward, uh, encompassing all of you, Uh, everyone's sight and hearing, even your touch, um, like, is just overwhelmed and then... Um, and then there's the feeling of nothing. Um, as uh, as you're feeling this nothingness that suddenly uh, in you're not sure if it's. With your actual senses or in your mind or something, uh, you see flashes of lands that you've never seen before. Um, Other peoples that you've never seen or heard from before of of varying shapes, sizes and colors, Um, locations, uh, creatures that you've never seen before as well. Um, And uh, um, these all flash past you uh, very, very quickly. Um, And then. You. Gain the sense that you're still standing or that you are standing, um, and it feels like you've been awake for a long time, but you're only just now becoming aware of your surroundings. Um, you're all standing, I'll, I'll leave this up to you, you're all standing or sitting, uh, perhaps lying down as you as you start to become aware um, and that you're unhurt uh, you're not feeling any pains, uh, but you definitely are not in Lady Morcaster's estate any longer. Um, perhaps not even in Silvralia. Uh You begin to realize that you're all in uh, some sort of underground cavern that's elim- illuminated by uh, sparsely by some luminescent uh, growths on the walls um, and uh, and some crystals that cast kind of an eerie blue glow around you.
3: I'm I'm not dead. That's a that's an improvement from where I thought I was going to be. And I'll slowly <clears throat> kinda I assume he's laying down, so he'll probably start getting himself back up. Search around for my cane first off. Make sure that it's still with me and then use the cane to kind of like stand back up. Okay. Uh And then start looking at the crystals, and a big smile comes for my face.
2: (laughs) Liliana feels her head to make sure there's not a head wound involved. Like no stickiness. Doesn't hurt. Yeah, you're good. Um, because this isn't what she expected, but she's laying on the ground.
3: Okay. After
2: she's lifted her head and done a little making sure that there's, there's no extra stickiness. Um, she puts her hand down and, and looks around. This isn't the first time she's been in a cave. Um uh, not unusual.
1: You
0: put your hand down, and it comes down on the toe of a boot. Uh, and you uh. look up, and uh, you see a man kind of standing there, also kind of blinking and looking around. Uh, he sees you and, and holds a hand out to help you up. Um, and, uh, let's see, do you know this person? Uh, let's, uh, go ahead and roll your common knowledge. Cause you've been out of the world for a while.
2: Um, apparently not long enough because, um, um, an eight and a four. Okay. Uh, I opened on one of my dice.
0: Uh, An eight is good. Um, You uh, you recognize um, someone who's uh, actually kind of a not a fellow researcher, but an adventurer uh, uh, scholar, uh, Sir Reginald Blackthorne. He's a a member of the Sobralian Explorer Society, and uh, he's always keen on the latest scientific breakthroughs. So that's probably why he was there um he's uh, kind of an average height uh, uh lean um he's, normally you would see him with a smile on his face right now he's a bit confused um and uh um making sure that his glasses are are like there um and uh so he he helps you up uh from the from the ground like that was uh an experience
2: Sarah Blackthorn how how interesting that you're also
0: here I'm sorry you have me at uh as at a disadvantage here uh you are
2: Liliana Sterling
0: Oh Liliana uh if I may uh call you Liliana uh I I've, I've heard of your work I've, I've...
2: Oh you have
0: I have. Uh you've you've done some some excellent work cataloging uh cataloging uh different uh flora and fauna. Um the lemurs that you found were particularly interesting.
3: Yes. <clears throat> uh um, we all semi close to each other. Like do we hear them talking? Uh
0: you hear them talking. Uh Rusty, uh how do you come to or come aware?
1: I come aware and I just take in the cavern, but immediately my thoughts go to my automaton
0: to uh-huh.
1: see sure. if the the pieces have been swept through after us. Um,
0: you—they are—they did indeed. Uh, they were—they were near you. Uh, they are are fairly near you. Um, and uh, you actually see that they are pulling themselves together as it as it reabsorbs some of the ether that is uh, in this place. Um, one of the one of the things that uh, was one of your inventions was to be able to not have a power source directly inside of the automaton, but to actually just use the ether that is ambient in air all around you.
1: Well, <coughs> it is good to see that my automaton is pulling itself together again, thus, Telling us that there is ether in this location, which I suspect we already knew, but now is confirmed. I've got a glance around, looking particularly at these crystals. Like, do I feel like they are some sort of natural conduit for ether? That they might have been responsible for supercharging the event?
0: Uh, perhaps I would say that would be a weird science role. Indeed. Um, and Liliana. Um, I would say, uh, roll your arcane biology. So what did, what did Rusty get? Five. Five. Um, you think, uh, you do think that these crystals have something to do with, with ether. Like they use ether in some ways, part of which is, um, whatever it's doing inside, uh, is converting some of the ether into light. A five and a
2: three,
0: five and a three. Okay. Um, you, uh, remember doing some, some caving as part of your researches and, uh, the, you recognize some of the, the lichen here that's bioluminescing, um, and uh you are slightly concerned because you know that the um that where lichen like this is uh, assuming that you're on your world anymore um that gloom spiders tend to live nearby because this is one of the sources of uh one of the sources of food for what they eat
3: Oh,
2: I, I put my hands out. Everybody be very cautious. There could be gloom spiders right in this cave with us. We're near one of their food sources. Uh, what should I look out for? Where is their webbing? Is their webbing low? Is their webbing high?
0: Um, these are one of the things, uh, you know, that they're uh, about the size of um, they're about the size of a small dog. Um, although they can kind of scrunch themselves down to fit through cracks in in caves, um, much smaller than you would expect uh, for their body size, and
2: are they venomous or just aggressive? They
0: are not venomous. They are one of the few spiders that don't spin webs. Um, they'll, okay. They're jumping spiders.
2: Oh, oh my goodness! Even worse. <laughs> I put out my hands in the don't panic anybody. Of course, everybody's going to panic because I just did this. (laughs) They are jumping spiders. They're very aggressive. There's no venom, but they have very large teeth that can be extremely painful with their bite. And it can render flesh from bone. So we need to back away from their food source they w- we don't want to make any loud heavy sounds because that will attract them here uh to defend their their area so everybody step very very lightly
1: And Rusty looks up from the corner wall where he's got his crowbar out and is trying to pry one of the crystals out of the side of the wall and making a ton of
3: noise.
1: Uh, Sorry, I couldn't hear that over all the scraping. What what, would you say, dear? As it
0: goes (laughs) as it goes pop and the crystal comes away into your hand, um, you begin to hear uh, like tapping sounds. I don't know if you can hear this through uh, as I'm tapping my fingernails uh but uh you hear tapping sounds uh in the in the cavern uh kind of coming from a long way away but toward you um and i'm gonna take that time uh and and i'm gonna say uh let's uh take a 10 minute break all right all right welcome back uh i am re-caffeinated. Reca- um josh is uh has got other other little ones that may run around. So he's got a, a background appropriate for the location you all are in. Um, so when we last left uh, and for any of those joining us now, uh, we there was uh, they had found themselves transported into some sort of cavern. Uh, Liliana realized that this was kind of the the perfect environment for Something she knows of as a gloom spider and was telling everyone to be quiet, um, not to make a whole lot of sound as Rusty finished prying one of the larger crystals off the wall. The sounds of hard, uh, I'll just say it, uh, hard legs hitting stone, uh, (laughs) scuttling across stone was heard. So Reginald Blackthorne picks up what looks like uh picks up not not what looks like what is uh one of the lawn chairs one of the w- wooden lawn chairs that evidently was transported with you picks that up to possibly use as a weapon and uh steps in front of Liliana um in the way that in even though the scuttling sounds like it's coming from almost all over the place you're not quite sure uh so uh, but he steps in front of her to possibly defend her. Any anything else you would like to do, as things might be arriving? Um, he said,
3: "I have a flashlight." Oh, uh, right you have here? a lighter. A lighter. There we go. Yes. Um, it is. It is. It is
0: bright enough to see by, uh, without a problem. Um, it's. It's like being outside at night with your eyes adjusted to a full moon yeah, uh, with a cloudless sky. Um, okay. so I was looking
3: more for like a beam of light to see if that might. Oh, beam of light. light? Through, no, through no, no beams light. of light. Yeah. OK, um, then I'm just going to kind of grip my cane and get ready. I OK.
2: <laughs> I'm going to back up against a wall so that spiders can't. One less area. One last direction.
0: You, you look up because you know that they they can crawl on the ceiling as well. So do, do,
2: do any of you gentlemen happen to enjoy whiskey?
3: Oh, I, I have a flask right here.
2: Uh, then we want to create a circle. Uh, put it on the ground. We Fire. Fire will get rid of the spiders.
3: Oh, my. Do you know how expensive this is?
2: you know right. how expensive the rest of us are?
3: All right, all right. I said all right. <laughs> and I'll start pouring out a little circle around around us with what little I have in a flask. <laughs> it's probably going to burn up in like 0.2 seconds, but that's all right.
0: Um, uh, I'm going to uh, say if you want this to, to work to the Gloom Spider's disadvantage, um, I would say that you can make them... Uh, afraid of fire if you spend a Benny, Liliana? Uh,
2: A Benny spent. Okay. They are afraid of fire. All right. What spider isn't afraid of fire?
0: Um, And, by the way, I'm not... uh, This is, like, the third time I've been running uh, Savage Worlds, so... And it's been a long since I've run Fate, so feel free to say, hey, would that be worth a Benny? So, to remind me. So... I want to. I, w- I would like to make sure that they flow in and out freely. Uh, so you should feel, uh, unlike like inspiration, where you only have one. You have. You should. You should feel free to spend them. All right. Is uh, Rusty? Do you have any last moment things that you want to try <laughs> and uh, try and do?
1: Yeah, so you know that thing you do when you've got, like, a battery that you accidentally throw in with your keys and then the whole thing starts to overheat because you've created a circuit? Sure. <laughs> yeah, Rush is going to try and do that with the crystal, and I'll spend a Benny to do it. Like, I'm trying to create an ad hoc crystalline ethereal uh, Bomb. ether uh, hand grenade.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> um, you know what? I will say uh, if... Uh, um. Roll a weird science. And if you succeed, I'll have you make I'll have you spend a Benny. If you succeed with the raise, it won't cost you a Benny.
1: Alright, cool. Um Ooh. Eight, which explodes. Uh for another three, which brings me to an eleven.
0: Yeah, which is uh which is a so the standard difficulty would be a, is a four uh, so you got you got your success and a raise so um, yes you you re- doing a, a very quick experiment realize that um, you can effectively short-circuit some of the ether that's in this thing um, and it will explode quite readily uh, when uh, when you set it to do so and toss it um, but if you roll a critical failure as you toss it, it might explode before you toss it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, We're going to go to initiative at this point. Um, Initiative is done with a deck of cards. I have my handy Firefly deck of cards here, um, including the Jokers, uh, and I'm going to use the things over here to keep track of things for me. Um, Oren, right off the bat, you pulled a Joker. (laughs) So what a Joker means is, uh, I didn't think I'd have to explain it this quickly. What a Joker means when the players play get it, uh, every player gets a Benny right now. Um, And Oren can decide when he goes this round.
1: So I think I'm going to hold until our friends arrive. And by friends, I mean spiders. Yeah, well, I'll
0: let you I'll let you know. Uh, Yeah, you can just let me know when you go. Um, (laughs) Liliana, Jack of Hearts. So you're probably going to go pretty quickly. Thad, you're going at nine of hearts.
1: All
0: right. Uh, We've got... Sir Reginald Blackthorn is King of Hearts. And Nine of Diamonds is when the gloom spiders will be be there uh, to attack, and, and Well, we'll have a chance to eat you. Um, so the way this works is with Nine of Hearts and Nine of Diamonds, it's reverse alphabetical hearts come before diamonds. So oh, nice. same way as you same way as you do it in poker. Um so that's the quote unquote rolling for initiative. We'll do that every single round. Um since we pulled the joker, we'll be shuffling the cards. Um <laughs> just a very quick shuffle <laughs> after the per- very first card. Yeah. <clears throat> um we uh you all um see uh 5 of these spider things start to crawl through, uh, uh, crawl through a crack, um, crawl through a, uh, a passageway that you're, um, you know, you hadn't really searched for them, but you now see that there's a passageway. You see a few coming in that way. Um, one comes in through the crack of a ceiling, um, and uh, and so you you see five of these things already, um, and. They're within, shall we say, throwing range um, already. Uh, but uh, if you wanted to hit them with uh, a physical attack, they would you would have to move toward them or they would have to move toward you.
1: Uh, so I'm going to toss the ethereal grenade, the ether grenade, towards them. I do not have throwing, um, so it'll be untrained, so it's a D4 minus 2. And then, okay. Um, but but because of the Joker, I have a plus two on all trait checks and damage.
0: Oh, is that true for this? Indeed. Okay. We will go with that this time because I don't want to look it up. But I don't. I don't recall that. I don't recall that being the case when I've run it before. But it is entirely possible that I missed that portion. Page
1: ninety-two future reference. Okay. Excellent. All right, so, oh uh, wait, it's a d4, hold on. All right, so I rolled a one and a four. I'm going to spend a Benny to re-roll.
0: Although four is all you need, right? To hit.
1: Uh, but mine is two, I want to see if I can get it to explode. Okay. All right, so I got a four on my d4, which explodes. I roll another 4 on my d4, which explodes. I roll another 4 on my d4, which explodes.
2: Holy moly.
1: Four, a 3, so that's uh, 15. Okay. Um,
0: 15. Uh, yeah. We're going to use... I have the uh, equipment cards here, so I'm going to see... I'm going to so I'm going to use the as a template, the uh, the modern hand grenade stats, but I'm going to make it a small uh, template Um, so it will hit two of them. Um, But. uh, Trying to remember here, so I think you just hit.
1: And I get a I get an extra damage die, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to see if the roll is successful. Um, They're hit. Um, Unless they have the dodge edge, which might reduce your roll, but they don't. Um, You roll for each victim separately. uh, And attacks that hit with the raise cause bonus damage as usual. And you got two raises.
1: I did, but I think you only ever get one additional die on damage unless they change it.
0: Okay, I think that is actually correct, but uh, bonus damage. uh, If you... Well-placed attack are more likely to to hit vital areas and do more damage. If you get a raise, regardless of how many, you add an extra d6. um, And bonus dice can also ace. So this is the one question that I'm wondering, like... So this is a 3d6 explosion, so you'll be rolling 4d6. Do you add all that up as one number, or are you looking at each die?
1: You add it all up.
0: Okay. So this is like the one case where you don't keep the dice separate.
1: Yes. Okay. And then you, um, you, uh, any dice can explode. So this is where Savage Worlds gets really, um, lethal. Insane? Lethal Freeware NPCs. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right, none of my dice explode. I do 15 points of damage,
0: which All goes right. against
1: its toughness.
0: I'm going to switch us over to this one, because I don't want you to see the stats on the Gloom Spiders. Uh, <laughs> you said how much? Uh, 15. Fifteen. So their toughness will reduce
1: that. No, I'm trying to beat their toughness. Oh, right. If if I remember correctly, it's you try and beat their toughness. And for every four beyond their toughness, it's another wound. So if I meet their toughness, they're shaken. If it's another four, it's a wound. If it's another four, it's a wound.
0: Yes. Um, So you got a fifteen. Yes. Um. And for every four over their toughness is what you're doing. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. So um, that's and that's for one of them. Go ahead and start rolling for the the other one.
1: Um, I think here's a area effect. It affects both of them.
0: No, it said roll separate damage for each.
1: Oh, separate damage for
0: each. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Order that. All right. So I have these. Uh, thanks to a nice uh, hole punch, I, a nice sized hole punch. I have these little things for figuring out shaken and such. Sixteen on the second
1: one.
0: Sixteen on the second one. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the first one you hit, um, is uh incredibly damaged, several legs are blown off, uh, blue Iker, you know, is sprayed everywhere, um, and you don't see the second one, you just see bits. <laughs> if you'd rolled a 16 on the first one, the first one would be gone, too. <laughs> um, Alright, so that was our joker. Uh, Liliana.
2: Um... <laughs> You oh, wait, wait, sorry. sorry
1: yeah, go I ahead. I one thing. I should have added two to each of those because of the Joker. Because it's plus two to damage.
0: Really? Really? <laughs> really, Ken? Yeah. All right. Uh, that one that was still mostly there just kind of falls down and stops moving.
1: <laughs> sorry. You reminded me. <laughs> this is, the, but this is too, as a quick aside, this is the joy of the world. My character is not trained... In throwing, I improvised the thing. I threw it. My dice exploded, and now it. Yeah, I've made DM's life more interesting. Yeah. Um,
2: so how many spiders are left? Three. Three. Oh, that's still fairly. Um, sorry. Actually, I, I and I'm.
0: We have the. We have our. Uh, okay. ch- 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 sorry. We have. Uh, Reginald Sir Reginald Blackthorne uh, steps up with the chair and just brings it down on one of these things as it scuttles towards you both. Um, Okay, Uh, he's got a D8 for fighting. Um, He is a wild card. Uh, I rolled a six and an eight. So both dice explode. Uh, So that would be a seven and a 13 to hit. Um, Their parry, oh, I forgot. Well, you don't take into account their parry. Um, when you're throwing something, but they do here. So they're parry on the gloom spiders. They're pretty quick on their feet. Um, so he still hits. Let's see. That's a 13. Uh, so he still hits, but does not get a raise on his hit. Um, and I'm using, uh, these chairs, unless you break them apart, I'm going to consider it a heavy club. um, so he'll do his when you do strength that's his strength stat right yes uh and no wild die so it's strength plus d6 for a heavy club uh the d6 explodes uh getting a 10 um i'll go ahead and uh so let's see that one that he hit um is unfortunately Uh, it it like flattens it it gets flattened all its legs kind of splay out um, but then it slowly gets back to its feet um, apparently unharmed but shaken now it's Liliana my apologies
2: Liliana Uh, looks over the battlefield that was a pretty successful grenade yes so she looks up to the roof of the cave Uh-huh. It's it's stalactite, I think.
0: Yes. Or yeah. It holds tight to the ceiling.
2: I think that's it. Um and she picks up rocks and starts throwing them over one of the spiders that she sees there. I don't know what you want me to roll for. What's
0: your what's your goal with that?
2: To squish the spider with a stalactite. Like it's a to break it tone. off
0: and, and have it yeah. fall on them? Um, it's
2: all I got. Yeah, yeah. Either that or I'm throwing rocks at its eyes. Um, I'll spend a penny.
0: You, well, you have, um, you don't have throwing, do you? No. Okay. So you're. I've got hope. <laughs> I've got hope. Um, <clears throat> you're not very strong either. Um
2: no. I've got hope. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um you don't think that this is necessarily going to work. Uh there is the uh the ring of ring of fire um that you could using your move step over into. Um
2: Oh, I will definitely. If you want to do
0: that. Uh but go ahead and uh I guess roll a, your D4 and your wild die minus 2. Um, and, hope. and we'll, we'll see if it just doesn't bounce off. Uh, I
2: got, it. so it's minus two on both of these.
0: Yeah. But if okay. it, uh, but if it's, it still explodes.
2: So that's a zero and a two.
0: Zero and a two. Okay. Um, your aim is true <laughs> as you throw the rock. Um, but it just bounces off the stalactite and falls uh. to the ground.
1: You could Benny it.
0: Yeah, wait, so try. what does the Benny do uh, in this case? What, do you, what are we asking for? Re-roll. A so re-roll. That
1: the, a, right, so it's, I think, so this was just a. Aaron was just trying to attack it, right? Yeah, like she was trying was to trying attack to.
0: the uh, stalactite right. to break it off to hopefully have it fall onto uh, one of the gloom spiders.
1: Yeah, so I think in this case it would be a re-roll. Yeah. Right, hoping for, like I did, that it explodes a whole bunch.
2: All right, well, here it comes. A re-roll. Let's see what Hope does. Hope does not help me. I got a zero and a one now. Okay. Hope did not help.
0: All right. Um, that's unfortunate. All right. Uh, so, yeah, it bounces off. You are in the protective circle of fire because um, you did spend the Benny to make it a protective circle of fire. So...
2: I am... I'm I'm not in chapter four of the last hope. Yeah. Or a new hope.
0: Um <clears throat> let's see. Uh it is now Thad. And then it will be the Gloom Spiders. Hi Zoe.
3: Oh. Oh. Hi little one. Say hi? <laughs> she's too tired to say hi. <laughs> she just woke up. So she's in full on cuddle mode right now. Gotcha. All right. Um, let's see. Um, well, uh, I suppose uh, I'm safe here in this circle, but I see a couple of my new well, com- comrades, I guess, uh, battling it out with these things. Um, I will go run over to our adventurer and I will go smack whatever spider he's <laughs> fighting against. Okay, the one that uh, the
0: one that he hit already. Yeah, the
3: one he hit already. Okay.
0: Uh, We'll use club stats for that. Um, Okay. So um, if you hit, it will be your strength die plus a D4. uh, Okay. Will be the damage for it. But uh, go ahead and roll your fighting. Okay.
3: Which should be D6 now, right?
0: D6 and then with the wild die.
3: With the wild die. Okay.
0: Uh, two fours two fours uh, unfortunately the gloom spiders have uh, a much higher parry than that oh. and uh, will uh, will be dodging
3: okay um. it, it
0: dodges out of the way it is not uh, oh wait what is the so shaken doesn't get rid of your parry right No. Okay.
1: That might be stunned.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it is now their turn. Uh, the one that you just attacked, Thad, that,
3: uh, um, that uh, Sir Reginald
0: uh, also attacked, uh, it is uh, trying to remove its shaken condition. Let's see. Uh, vigor. It is still shaken. Uh, so it does nothing. It, it backs away. That's all it can do. Um, and then there are two more. Uh, it's, there are, those two are going to ignore Liliana uh, because she is in the fire. Um, so I'm going to see... One of them uh, goes for Sir Reginald and one of them goes for Rusty, who's off by himself, off by the cave wall. Um, The one of the ones uh, jumps from the cave wall and jumps at Rusty, uh, attempting to land on his back. And let's see, we that is. uh, uh, Fighting, let's uh,
3: let's do this, dude, dude, you want your papa? Okay, here. I'll lay you down and I'll go get your pepper okay? Uh, fighting. It is
0: not a wild card, so it doesn't get the extra d6. Uh, what is your parry? I think it's two. Whoop. Looking. Uh, Although you did just... You did do an update... No, yeah, you didn't you didn't change any of your skills, so yeah, your parry is two. Sorry, I thought I had that in there as as a as a thing. Um, I've got it over here though. You have a parry of two and a toughness of five, as does Liliana and Thad. Um. So with your parry of two, uh, it lands on you, but does not get a chance to. To um, bite you. Turn the light off? Um, in terms of uh, Sir Reginald, however, it—oh uh, wait, it's based on fighting, right? Okay. Various yeah, half, is of the,
1: half of the fighting die plus two.
0: Half fighting dice plus two. Um, so that would be a six for Sir Reginald. Uh, so it misses as well, uh, those remaining two. Um,
3: to
0: do okay um and it is new round so pull those up and we'll start pulling uh starting with rusty uh rusty unfortunately four hearts for rusty um, uh, aaron uh, i'm gonna give you a benny for creative use of attempt to uh, th- break off a st- stalactite um, and in a, in a rough situation. Um, and y- you are two of diamonds. Uh, Thad, you are ace of clubs. So, so are aces so high or low in this one? Aces are high. Okay. The only thing better is a joker. Oh, okay. Um, nice. We've got uh, Sir Reginald Blackthorn is a seven of hearts. And our gloom spiders is king of hearts.
2: Oh. So That's
0: does anyone kind of want to spend too? a Benny to redraw their initiative card?
3: Uh, I can. I've got a uh,
0: I've got four of them right you, now. You've you've got an ace of. Of clubs, you are going first, so yeah. you don't need to. <laughs> oh, OK, fair enough. I do. You do? You have four of hearts versus a uh, king of hearts. What?
3: Oh, I thought you meant to have the spiders redraw theirs. To oh, no, to make their no. You lower. can you can oh. spend a
0: penny to redraw yours. You can't oh, okay. make someone never else redraw. Enough. Yeah, never mind. Forget that. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Uh, so you're going to you're going to spend a penny, Ken? Yes. yes, I am. Nine of Diamonds. Take that. It's good, but it still doesn't beat King of Hearts. Are you gonna keep yours or or uh, spend a Benny, Aaron? Liliana.
2: I'm gonna keep mine because uh, okay. I have to kind of use the battlefield as my weapon here.
0: Sure. <clears throat> you. There are more chairs, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. Well, then um,
0: what is what is uh, Liliana's Liliana's strength is a D four four. So That's really great. Uh, there is you you can pick up a piece of a broken chair and use that as a club, but okay. uh, but using a whole chair is a little too heavy for you. Are so,
2: there any broken chairs around?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, you pick you pick up a leg uh, of a chair um, and you thought it was broken, but it's just neatly sheared off.
2: Oh, perfect. Okay.
0: As as if the transference was not necessarily didn't necessarily transfer everything whole. Um, <clears throat> so we'll start with our Ace of Clubs of Thad.
3: OK, well, um, all right, I've got this. Oh, my poor suit. And I'm going to kind of try to rip the arm off of, like, the sleeve off of my suit and wrap it around the top of my cane, pour some whiskey on it, and use the lighter to make myself, like, a makeshift torch. Okay. <laughs> I know that they don't like the fire. Right. I'm going to make a little torch and just... Sort of <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: so like, oh, and you're you're not trying to hit it. You're just trying to, like, scare yeah, it away? Yeah, I'm
3: to, like, scare them away. Okay. okay no okay. no food here there's no food here uh, let's see let's um if I need to use a bunny to do all of that <laughs> I would say you don't need to use a benny
0: um let's uh uh survival roll us do a survival okay. roll which um six for me as you use the last of your whiskey
3: <laughs> to oh, my poor whiskey.
0: soak soak your Ooh. Uh sorry. I mean it's it's hard to tear because you you have good clothing, you know, good well yeah <laughs> well tailored clothing, but uh but you get it. Um
3: Um a two and a five.
0: Two and a five. Okay, yeah, you, you got a success. Um right. yeah, that it it is wrapped around there tightly enough that it will it'll last for um at least two rounds. Um, and then after that, we'll, we'll see if, uh, (laughs) if it stays lit. Um, go on ruffians, rough them up. I'll hold them at bay. Okay. The one that was shaken, uh, is definitely gonna like retreat a little further as you chase it away. Um, the, uh, it is, it is their turn though. Um, so it's gonna, let's see, starting with. Where is the spirit there? D6. Okay. Uh, yeah, the one that was shaken that you're shaking the cane at uh, is still shaken and is uh, re- definitely retreating back toward the passageway um, that they came out of. Uh, the... Oh, not two dice. Not two dice. I did that the last time. And spiders with wild die get really nasty. Um the one on Orin attempts to bite you, uh, but you uh, manage to kind of scrape it off uh, as I roll a, a whopping one. Can can non wild cards uh, critical fail?
1: I think anybody can critical fail.
0: Well, I mean, they only have one die.
1: Oh, yeah, they're probably not. Um, right. Would get I back. mean, you can't really back.
0: critical. Can you critical fail and attack anyway?
1: Yeah, because I mean if you roll double ones, right?
0: Okay. Just... I'll look it up later. Uh you you definitely scrape it off, it lands on its back and starts to roll itself over. Um the other one is on uh uh your your helper here uh of Sir Reginald Blackthorn. Um but he keeps it at bay with the chair. Um, so that's King of Hearts. Uh, we are now at at Orin, and then Sir Blackthorn, and then Liliana.
1: All right. I um, grasp the amulet that I always wear around my neck, which connects me to the uh, ether-infused automaton, and I will it to send out a wave of power to protect us. So I'm going to use my um, weird science to activate the protection slash armor component of the um, the automaton. I'm going to boost it by four power. So it's one power point to activate, four power points to so actually three power points to extend it to all of the our allies. So okay, other two PCs and the NPC. So it'll be a total of four points. Um, so then, I have to make my I have to make a weird science roll to activate it, if I remember correctly. Yes, if I recall. So I'm gonna do that now. Uh, and the target number, I think, is a four, right? Uh, that's a good question.
3: Where is? I'm pretty
1: sure it is. It's almost always a four, unless there's a modifier, which this does not give any modifiers. So, oh, here it's. Um, that means we'll see how succeeds. I didn't get it with a raise. Um, situation seems kind of dire though. So I'm going to spend a Benny to try and boost it more. So I'm going to okay. roll my roll.
0: Cause if you get a raise, it'll be plus four instead of plus two.
1: Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to for here. So I got, uh, eight, which explodes, gets me to a five, which gets me to a, uh, 13. So that, um, the energy, sh- you know, pulses out from the automaton, settles down around us as like individual shimmering shields of power, and each of us gain um, four points of armor.
0: Yeah. Um. The way I was seeing it uh, was was that the the automaton would break apart oh, into okay. pieces and interpose parts of itself in front. Um. That works beautifully. But but it's your special effect, so.
1: Oh, that's fine. I think that okay. would or the best of both. Like the armor expands and it starts just like, you know, having like shimmering around everybody as a way of, you know
3: Yeah.
0: Sure. That sounds yes, I like that. Um kind of like throwing out a, a shield around everyone, um, centered on the, the piece of armor that or the piece of the automaton that floats around you. Um so you got did you get the raise? I did. Okay. Okay. Um so yeah as, as far as i can tell from this card from the power card uh it is it, you just need a 4 um and then and then 8 for the race so i think you are totally good um so uh did you want to move or anything
1: uh yes i will fall back to uh company my companions
0: okay do you want to get in the the ring of fire
3: Yes. Okay.
0: Um, so uh, I would say that the ring is still up. I mean, this is just brandy poured on a floor, so it's not going to stay active for very long. Um, this is round two. Um, I, I'm. It's going to last probably one more round after this before it goes out. Um, that was rusty. Uh, it is now... Uh, It is now Sir Reginald Blackthorne's attempt to smash things with the chair again. The one that (laughs) keeps coming after him. Uh, He does not get it. Um, He also retreats to the uh, safety, relative safety of the Ring of Fire, stepping over the fire. Um, It's not much fire, but it does seem to keep them out. Um, And Liliana...
2: I am going to use um, mine as a club back. Back. Okay. So anything that is daring to even get close to the edge of fire. Okay. I'll I'll
0: say that the one that uh, Sir Blackthorn was attacking scuttles after him uh, toward the fire. uh, And but it's it's staying outside of the fire, but well within your reach to hit it.
2: Okay. What would I roll for that?
0: You're gonna roll. Um, it's since you're not doing fighting, you're gonna roll a D4 and your D6 minus two. Unless you want to do all. If you want to go all out, that will give you a plus two, but you will okay. be uh, easier to hit until you go again.
2: Actually, rethinking this. How much lichen is in this cave?
0: A fair amount. I mean, it's not, it's not what the blue, it's not what the gloom spiders eat. It's what the, it's what the animals that feed on the lichen are what the gloom spiders eat.
2: Oh, okay. Dang. Okay. Well, then, um, we're back to smacking it. So, and yes, I'll go all out because, uh, this, this fire isn't going to last any long, much longer. Okay, so it's just so, a straight D4 and D6. Okay. Even if I'm going all out?
0: Uh, if you if you weren't going all out, it would be D4 and D6 minus two.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, it's just a one and a two.
0: Like ben. actual one and two?
2: Actual one, actual okay.
0: two. Did you want to spend a Benny to re-roll?
2: I might need a bunny for to save my life later.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, that is uh, that is it for the round. Uh, and grab these cards up. All right, Oren. Ace of diamonds. <laughs> like a complete opposite from last time Liliana eight of clubs if the spiders go after eight of clubs your all out will be gone uh, and they won't it won't be easier to hit you okay dad we got six of diamonds for Sir Blackwood Three of clubs. He's going really slow. And the Gloom Spiders are Jack of Clubs. Jeez. So it's going to, right now, it will be, it will be Rusty, Gloom Spiders, Liliana, Thad, and Sir Black, or uh, not Sir Blackwood, um, Sir Blackthorn. Anyone want to spend a Benny to change their card?
1: I may also need one to save my life. Okay.
0: All right. Um, Fair you know, enough.
3: I'll, uh, I'll use my, uh, my little green Benny here. <laughs> you Well, you have an ace of diamonds. No, I don't. I have the six of six of diamonds.
0: Oh, you have six of diamonds. Right. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Orin, ha- uh, rusty has the ace of diamonds. Yeah. Rusty's got the ace.
3: I'll, yeah. use, I'll, I'll try my luck. See if I can get higher. I don't know if I'll get higher than a Jack, but close. Yeah. So close. All right. <laughs> All right.
0: uh, Rusty. So it'll be Rusty, then Gloom Spiders.
1: Wow. Uh, So, just as a a mechanical note, um, armor adds to your toughness. So everybody's toughness is what it was, plus four. Unless they're armor-piercing, which hopefully we don't have armor-piercing spiders, because that sounds
3: a little advanced. Utterly terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Utterly terrible.
1: So I think... um, seeing how uh, Liliana is struggling a bit um, let the let the ether infuse your blows and um, I can I use the boost weird science power um, to bump her uh, fighting ability okay which would actually give her a die in fighting so I believe I have to get back to the power
0: um, yeah. So boosting allies trait increases the selected trait one die type or two with the raise for five rounds. My question that I had from before is, if you don't have the trait, can you boost it?
1: I think so.
0: I think we'll. I think we'll say yes. Um, I think she'll be untrained but have a bigger die type. <laughs> Does that sound fair? Yeah. Sure.
1: It could still be a D whatever
3: minus two. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one of my edges is that I'm quick. I'm fast to react to danger. I don't know if that means anything or not.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, right. You draw two cards and take the better one.
3: Oh. It doesn't say here. Is that what
0: the is that what quick was?
3: Off the top of my head,
0: there's, I mean either way, I just still be
3: the ten of bad. diamonds. But <laughs> I just was like, hmm. I didn't know if that did anything. I assume it does something with initiative, so I probably should have brought it up earlier. But <laughs> that's all right.
0: Uh, I would say, here. Here's what I'm going to say: is uh, don't spend the Benny.
3: Okay. Come in. Come on back here, Green Benny. Um, I've got green benny, red again? benny, orange benny, and blue benny right now.
0: Yeah, what was that called again? That was a... Um, uh,
3: just as quick. An edge. Right? Yeah, it's an edge. Okay. One of my two edges.
1: <laughs> oh, it's actually... You may discard and redraw action cards of five or lower is what quick is.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. We'll go. we'll say don't spend the Benny this time, because we didn't know. Okay. Um yeah, but five or lower next time. So okay. five or then lower, you low low. may You're discard low. it and draw again oh. until you get a card higher than five.
3: Oh dang. So I'm always at least at a six. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: check real quick here. We've got Liliana has Scholar and Investigator, which isn't useful necessarily in combat. Uh, We have um, Arcane Background and Power Surge, which is um, for Rusty. Power Surge is if you Power Surge is like if you explode to something, you get powerpoints back. Um, Actually, for casting. Get a
1: joker. Oh, I casting. Oh, on a
0: joker, that's what it is.
1: Or if I get a joker, I get all my powerpoints back, which I got the joker on the first.
0: You <laughs> hadn't spent any. Yeah. And point. then healer and quick, which uh, healer. We don't need to use yet, but we might. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, but we were on. So or you were, you, you did all the protection last round. What were you doing this round? I was going to boost. You're going to boost. Right. And you did. Did you get a raise or? I did not succeed. I got a three. Oh, did not succeed. Okay.
1: I'm down to my last Benny, but you know what? It's a one shot. I'm going to just spend my Benny because I want cool things to happen.
0: Okay.
1: I got, zero I got armor. I'm confident. i to provide another bomb. All right, I got a five, so that will raise her by one um, one, one die.
0: Buff. Yeah, so, Aaron, Liliana, if you, if you attack with your fighting skill, uh, you will have a d6 and your wild die instead of a d4 and your wild die. Awesome. Um, and Ken, because you're willing to spend a last Benny for a comrade, I'm going to give you a Benny. <laughs> um Unfortunately, it is now the gloom spiders. Um Let's see. Uh the gloom spider that Thad had been chasing uh chasing away uh turns and runs. Um However, Oren and Liliana, you two were in the Circle of fire, right? I believe Thad is the only one not in the circle of fire. But I have my own fire right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so from behind you, uh, ah! two gloom spiders come up and and jump at you because ah! the fire's on the other side
3: of you. <laughs> um, Overconfidence is a hindrance for me. <laughs> I almost grabbed some wild dice
0: for them, but they don't have wild dice. <laughs> Um, Ooh, ouch Uh, You have a parry of two So the seven I rolled goes down to a five So one is going to hit you Um, However, the other one exploded And that is a Twelve minus two, which is a ten So that is a hit And a raise Um, Oh, wait, hold on Uh, How much How much armor did you give them? Oh, wait, no, that's on the toughness That's not the hit that's the, that's the risk res- like to resist carry, damage. Carry
1: is, the target Pairing
0: number is or... Yeah. Paying is the target number. All right. So, uh, that and where's their strength. Um, they're, they're kind of strong when, uh, when Liliana said they stripped flesh,
2: <laughs>
0: um, luckily on the D 10 for their strength, uh, this one rolled a one and then a two <laughs> on the D four. Uh, and then, uh, let's see on the one that has the raise, however, uh, Oh, uh, extra D six, right? Um, so this does a total of 10. Uh, you have a toughness of five plus what? Plus four. Um, so that's, Uh, so that's a total of nine for your toughness plus your armor um they got a ten and that means that you are shaken um what shaken means is you are uh, not able to take any actions on your uh on your turn um the uh but you can move um The, uh, what was it? The, at the beginning of your next round, you can, you'll roll your spirit. And if you succeed, you remove the shaken condition automatically. Uh, at any time, you can also spend a Benny to remove the shaken condition. Which is probably
3: what I'll do. (laughs) So, um. Yeah, actually, I'll just do it right now. Well, hold on. It's your turn now anyway.
0: Oh okay. So I need you to roll
3: so you'll roll your your spirit plus your wild die. Well I'll just use my my green Benny that I just got back anyway. <laughs> well you, this is free. Oh to do oh, okay. spirit plus wild die. Oh okay. Well, and then if you fail,
0: you can still spend the Benny. I gotcha.
3: Um Oh a six and a
0: one. Okay. <laughs> uh and uh it was the six
3: six A uh the six is my natural. The one was the. Uh, but I mean, does that explode? Oh, I mean, for the spirit roll, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. Um. So then. Uh oh. Uh, another four after that, so ten.
0: Ten. Um. You know what? I'm gonna give you an extra Benny. For for getting oh. us uh, a big second wind after you were shaken. Um. <laughs> for getting that raise, uh, Liliana. And then we'll have uh, Sir Blackthorn.
2: I am going to try and do an entangle move on the spider. Okay. Um, But not with myself. I'm I'm not stupid. I'm going to take off the petticoat from my gown I was wearing um, and kind of try to wrap it around and wrap it up in that. Um, One of the ones attacking Thaddeus because he's got two on him and that doesn't seem fair.
0: Okay. Can what you... my rule to do that? Can you tell us the... Because I don't have my sheet here with me. Uh, can you tell us um, what the entangle move does?
2: The entangled character can't move a, and are distracted until free. Bound characters are also vulnerable and cannot take physical actions other than trying to break free.
0: Oh, okay. So entangled is a condition you have to entangle it with something.
2: Which um, I'm trying to do.
0: So I was going to... I will say, if you're going to try and do this, just throwing the petticoat on top of them would not entangle it enough. You would have to grab it and, like, grab the... You would have to grapple with the petticoat with it.
2: Okay. Well, as... um Two of these are surely going to kill Thaddeus. I mean, these things are pretty, okay. pretty uh, top-notch predators. So I guess I will dive on it with my petticoats. So I'll pull that off, and okay. um, so
0: you'll roll. Make it a big. <laughs> you'll roll your new fight. Your enhanced fighting.
2: Yes, I feel suddenly inspired. To so go two in.
0: d sixes. Uh, are you gonna go all out to remove yeah, the minus two? Yeah. All right
2: yeah um, So that's a four and a four. Thank you um,
0: <laughs> you are gonna need to roll higher than that if you're gonna grab it.
2: Oh well, then you'll have to spend a benny to do
0: that. <laughs> you what?
2: I guess I fall on rock. What, what what happened? <laughs>
0: you would just miss. You would it it would scuttle out of your way unless you spend a Benny to re-roll.
2: I don't know that I'm going to roll higher than a four and a four.
0: On, on two on d-, d on six. a d six. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, you tried. I just
2: don't see that. Yeah, but I don't see that. I don't see myself being that lucky. Sure. So, Luliana you are still
0: boosted for four more rounds. By the way,
2: takes a heroic leap outside of the fading fire, and falls straight onto rocks, and gets the wind knocked out of her. (laughs) And lands at Thaddeus' feet, and the spider's feet. Oh no.
3: Um,
0: seeing, seeing, uh, Liliana and Thaddeus in trouble, uh, Sir Reginald Blackthorne, he steps out again of the, the circle of fire, as it starts to die down anyway. Um, and he needs to hit their parry. Uh, he unfortunately misses with the giant, uh, the chair, the lawn, the wooden lawn chair. He unfortunately misses. Um, and it is a new round. So let's see what people got. Uh, Oren, you're really lucky. Ace of hearts. Two aces in a row. Liliana. Yeah. Ace of Spades. Alright, good. Thad, ten of hearts. Whoa. Nice. You're you're missing. You're you're just mushrooms right now. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm downstairs getting some milk right oh, okay. now. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, Sir Blackthorn, uh, five of spades. And the Gloom Spiders, five of clubs. Uh, so, since hearts reverse alphabetical comes before clubs, uh, Thad will go before the Gloom Spiders. So it is, um, let's see, spades, then hearts. So it will be Liliana, then Rusty, then Thad, then the Gloom Spiders, then Sir Blackthorn. And if you want to imagine Sir Blackthorn, imagine Milo from Atlantis.
3: But. Like I a little more buff <laughs> I love that movie
0: like Milo, but he's but he's actually you know actually become an adventurer, not just fixing a boiler in the basement <laughs> <clears throat> so Liliana.
2: Liliana remains inspired to fight this thing, which okay. is very out of character, but she's using her intelligence. She clearly can't fight this thing on her own, so she's got to trick it. Okay. And the only other thing she can think of at the moment is there's always a bigger predator. So the petticoat that was going to be a entanglement turns into a display attack. So I'm going to be using, I think my presence essentially, and try to pretend to be a bigger predator to scare it away. So she flares it out kind of like a King Cobra would with its, with its glands. Okay. And starts making a clicking sound. Um, I can use my arcane biology. I was going to say that something terrifying to a spider to make it think that there is a bigger predator than it in the room.
0: I, I think that is an excellent idea and, uh,
2: that eats them. Hopefully.
0: (laughs) Right. I need to find, I'm looking up scholar for you to see if that would help. I I think
1: it's a plus two.
0: I'll just, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to waste time. I will give you the plus two um, with your scholar edge. So it'll be D8, D6, plus two to each of those.
2: All right, here we go.
0: And I think Um, that would be versus their... uh, I think that would be versus their spirit to see if they would run away or not
2: I get a
0: or, seven. or against their die type they don't they don't roll so
2: I get a seven and a four
0: seven and a four. okay. Uh, the seven is enough. Um, I would say that you can you you can the one you tried to grab and then you lift up. Um, I would say you're you're on your knees and you push up and you raise the petticoats up. Um, and uh, it, uh, the one you tried to grab and entangle um, uh, skitters back and then turns around and and skitters off and uh, goes through one of the crevices that that you had seen them come out before. Um, So that one goes away, that one runs off. Um, And we will go to Rusty. There's one remaining.
1: Okay. Um, It's within melee? Yes. All right. So I don't have a fighting role, so I'm going to, I'm going to, like, take a whack at it with my crowbar, like, get out of here! Skit!
0: Oh, yeah, you do have a crowbar. Uh, I will say it's a short crowbar. It's not like the full-on, it's like, more like a pry bar sort of thing, so you could, like, they wouldn't, you wouldn't have taken a full crowbar into a soiree, but. No, no. But Something um i yes. i will say it has the stats of a light club um and are you gonna go all out or to yeah, i think re- so okay so no penalties so uh all right uh, okay
1: so that's four and a three i don't think that's good enough for the minus two so i'm gonna betty it well no it's I'm it's, it's
0: right. minus two plus two because of all out
1: but oh, it wow, still won't hit <laughs> Right. I'm gonna You're re- really I'm
0: gonna need
1: a six, last and re-roll. Okay. Uh, I did worse. <laughs> okay. I got a one and a two.
0: Okay. Um, this thing is is quick. It's moving around. It's jumping around. Um, it skitters off to the side as you swipe as you swing at it. Um, we are now at
3: Thad. All right. Um. Oh, I did not like being attacked like that. And uh, well, now I've got Orin right here. I feel very confident and I'm just going to take, I guess my thing is still flaming too, I guess. It it (laughs) is probably the last round (laughs) that
0: it's flaming, but yes.
3: (laughs) I'm just going to start trying to beat the spider down, I guess. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Again, because I got nothing else to do, really.
2: It's the last um, one, right? With. Everybody kind of near Thaddeus, he should be getting a ganging up bonus, which is plus one fighting per additional adjacent attacker. Good so point. I one. will
0: give you a plus two on this because both Orin and... Well, no, um, I'll give you a plus two. You haven't all surrounded this last this last Gloom Spider yet. Um, uh, okay. Liliana's a little further back, I, I would say, having chased the, the thing off to the side to chase the other one into a crevice. Um, okay. But you have uh, Sir Blackthorne and Rusty with you here to give you a plus two. Sweet. If it's still All here right. next time uh, and Liliana comes back, it'll be a plus three. OK.
3: Um, uh, OK, I'm going to use a uh, Benny to reroll that one and two. <laughs> OK.
0: Uh, by the way, if you roll two ones, you unfortunately cannot Benny out of it. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. So the two um, was good. We're switching the this one out for the gold one because that one hasn't been doing. Are we saying that we
0: need to build that Jice Jail sooner? Does, does two sixes do anything? Uh, did they, <laughs> does that explode? I mean, I... Uh, yes okay I well then keep going keep going because because oh, okay. if you get a raise you get an extra d6 on the damage you wait do both of them explode like both if you got a six on both
3: they both explode oh okay then uh there's a five and a four. <laughs> So. so 11 uh, yeah 11
0: okay um you got a hit and a raise woo uh with the 11 Alright I don't know what that means <laughs> um, So you are swinging a light club So you'll roll your strength And okay. a d4 And then because you got a raise Also a d6 And okay. you add all that together
3: And a d6 Okay so Two d6s and a d4 Alright Um A 4, a 6 And a 1 <laughs> So do the four and six, like, sorry, four on the D four damage on the D six damage does not explode. Right. Okay. Damage
1: explodes.
0: Damage explodes. Okay. Yeah. So the, so the four and the six, you keep rolling those and, and then you add all of those dice up and give me a final number. So
3: 10, another four. So 14, uh, two okay right. so 16 so. so far 17 18 19 20 total damage. 20 total okay uh, with my staff. so my flaming for each static. so
0: so you needed to get a four to beat its toughness um which would which would stun it or which which sh- which would shake it um, and then every raise thereafter, you do a wound, and you got twenty, so that yeah. leaves sixteen left over. That's four raises, which would mean four wounds, but things can only take three. Um, so yeah, you—that's I, I, what I. Yes. Uh, how do you? How do you want to do that? Uh, it looks like you're just like
3: beating so it until it. Hit me in the back. I don't like stabbers
0: <laughs> Um. Rusty, uh, uh, you are, uh, you catch some splatter of blue goo, um, but, uh, uh, the, all of the front of, of Thad is just spattered with blue goo, pieces of, pieces of chitin, uh, a leg falls off of his shoulder, um, as, as this, there, there's just paste on the ground.
3: (sighs) <sighs> I, do, I, do, I don't know what I just did. I kind of blinked out there for a minute. Um. Yes. Uh, well, are there any more? <laughs> <laughs> there are no more. Uh, you you look around
0: and you realize uh, that, that two of them had run off, uh, but there's no sign of them uh, and you no longer hear any of the the clicking noises of their feet on on stone. So it sounds like there's no more. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're going to end it here today uh, <laughs> as you were all kind of stuck in a some sort of underground cavern lost after a demonstration of an otherworldly portal gone wrong. So catch us next Saturday at hopefully 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and, uh, we'll continue this. I think something might, something weird might happen to Rusty because Ken's not going to be here next week, but, uh, but Chris will have a good day, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us.